You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. You're listening to The, the Weekly, Weekly Ponder. Ponder. I'm Nagina Pierzad, and I'm an opinion columnist for the Daily Emerald. And I'm Tanner Owens, the current opinion editor. Thank you for joining us for our week five weekly ponder. Um, like every week, things have happened in the world. <laughs> it hasn't been dead. Um, good and bad. So it was interesting to sift through the news um, for our rundown. To start things off, it's going to be a little heavy hearted and kind of sad. But I think this is really important news that isn't that recognized in popular media. Um, but the whole refugee crisis that's happening in Europe is still hot and heavy. It's mm-hmm. still happening. It's been happening for a while now, over a year. Um, and most of the uh, refugees are coming from Africa and the Middle East, like just leaving their war-torn um, homes or poverty, a mixture of the two. Um, and a lot of them are trying to make their way into the EU. And last weekend... The or last week on April 20th on Wednesday, the UN reported that a ship capsized with hundreds and hundreds of refugees who are trying to make their way into Europe. Um, so the boat was found in the Mediterranean and about 500 people may have died. It's still unsure the number of people. Um, but yeah, so the boat was en route from somewhere in North Africa to Europe vaguely. Um, they said it was a route that was between Libya and Italy. Um, and I don't know if this sounds familiar to you, but something similar to this happened almost exactly a year ago when over 800 people died um, from a shipwreck. So it's really sad and conditions are not getting better for these migrants. It's it's just so crazy how many people they're trying to, these smugglers are trying to fit onto these boats, like these fishing boats. They're pretty much just fishing boats and they're trying to shove hundreds of people on here who are just trying to get safe. And it's really sad that they're kind of just taking advantage of them. And these people have to go into even more dangerous situations trying to escape their lives that they are trying to get away from to get to a better place for their families. And to my best knowledge, this last shipwreck, there was they don't they're not even sure when it exactly happened because there were just so many people out there and there was like small boats just trying to put more people onto a larger boat. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden there's just too many people on these boats and it capsized and it's really sad that this is continually happening still a year later now. Yeah, that was the big cause of it. The whole smuggling controversy that is still heavy. The human smugglers um, that people pay so much money, you know, to get them out of um, these places. But they keep doing shady, shady behavior and putting them on these boats that are unsafe for this many people. And it's so sad because I'm sure it's like families and kids and, you know, this shouldn't happen but it's interesting because of so it's the un that reported this and they got all of their news from like 41 of the survivors from the boat 41 people didn't die um and they came back saying like what happened reported back on like this is what happened it was somewhere in the mediterranean blah 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 but my question is like why is this still happening why hasn't the un and other organizations like helped with the whole crisis and why um, like, I know there was a deal that was made between, like, Greece and Turkey um, to get people to, you know, find homes in Turkey and everything. But then Turkey's security right now is horrible. Right. So I don't know what a solution could be, but I'm kind of shocked that it, the, like, situation and the conditions for these refugees hasn't changed, even though, like, the Syrian war, for example, has been happening for so long now. 
Um, but there's still huge waves of people trying to make their way into the EU. Um, but yeah, so somber news. Yeah. Um, but very it's it's important stuff, and we'll keep you updated on what happens with that in exact numbers um, once they surface. Um, but other than that, connecting the ocean and tidal waves. <laughs> I'm sure everybody knows of the music streaming website tidal.com that is mostly owned by Jay Z, aka Mr. Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so a lot of music lately has been exclusively on the site, like Jay-Z's music, Kanye West, Beyonce, a bunch of other people, um, which is kind of sad because I love them and I don't have a subscription to Tidal, so I can't really listen to their music. I don't want a subscription to Tidal. I just want to listen to their music. Exactly. I don't know why, like what's their beef with Spotify and Apple? (laughs) They just are trying to make as much money as they possibly can and just suck us dry. Exactly. And Jay-Z made it seem like we want to move away from these corporations and do something more independent, blah, blah, blah. But that's annoying because um, Beyonce came out with her newest album, Lemonade. She dropped it secretly again, which was great. Um, And for a while, it was only streaming on Tidal. And so nobody got to hear that. But then on... So April 23rd, there was an HBO hour-long event that was basically the entire visual album um, on TV. And then after that, a day later, Beyonce announced that she would post the album for purchase onto iTunes and onto Amazon Music. Yes, and it's a great album. So glad she released it for everybody because everybody deserves to hear this. And even her visual album and like the poetry that she has during that hour-long segment, the special, it's just, it's really, really intense, the whole thing. I mean, just the language she uses and some of, like, the themes she's pushing and what she's talking about, it's really important for her. It seems like this is something, it seems like it's coming straight from her. I mean, I know she has a lot of writers on the album always. She likes to get other people to help her write her music, which I think is totally fine. But it just really seems like it's coming from stuff that's happening in her life, and it's really important for her to get this album out to everybody right now. What do you think about the whole, like, the rumors about Lemonade kind of bashing Jay-Z and how he's, like, possibly cheating on her? Well, if you watch the actual visual HBO special, it's pretty apparent that he did cheat on her, at least from her perspective. I mean, she says that she can smell it on his breath. She says that she can see it in his eyes. She like, can in hear her it. songs? Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he appears towards the end of the visual album, too. He's in it as well. And it's kind of just her journey going through, thinking he might be cheating on her, being in denial, kind of maybe finding out and maybe trying to end things. And then she sees that, oh, wait, maybe not. She still loves this guy. We don't know exactly. So they're definitely going through a rough patch. And we know that they both have a beautiful daughter together. So it's just really interesting moment for them right now and we know what happened with like Solange maybe a year ago in the elevator the elevator footage like we a lot of us have seen that and so we know that there has been some struggles with the Knowles Jay-Z family <laughs> but it definitely seems like he did cheat on her but I guess it's not explicit but I mean who would cheat on Beyonce though somebody in a dark place she's bae 
Literally. I, think, I mean, I think both of them probably have some struggles thinking that they're like the hottest person in the world. Maybe like big egos colliding and all that. I could see it. Dang. That's really intense. Yeah, I just feel bad for their daughter. I know like social media has been going crazy about it and about how, oh, he's being, you know, there's all this infidelity going on and stuff. And just reading it, people are heated. Yeah, people are. There's like some rumor about some hairstylist girl who it's definitely everyone's like it's definitely her it's like some like hollywoodreporter.com it's like some bs article about her and everyone's like she's the girl we hate her it's like you guys we don't even know anything we're listening to these like tabloids (laughs) so i didn't watch the entire event special on hbo but is there any part of it where she explains why the album is called lemonade um yes actually there's one little speech from, I think it's her grandmother at the end of one of her songs. And she just is giving a speech to a room and she says, life handed her lemons and she made lemonade. Aw. Yeah. That's so cute. Side note, this whole lemonade um, business is what the artwork for this week's Weekly Ponder is by our great um, illustrator, Mariel. It's beautiful. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, so Beyonce is moving on with her career. She just dropped this new album. Yeah, her personal life is kind of a mess, but whose isn't, right? Right. Um, but sadly, a great musical legend um, was found dead <laughs> on April 21st. Uh, Prince Rogers Nelson, as most people know as Prince, um, passed away at the age of 57 and everybody says it's an unknown cause. Nothing. There's a lot of rumors going around of mm-hmm. like what caused his death but um most reports are saying that it's unknown and so according to cnn he was found dead inside an elevator at his paisley park studios um in minnesota super random i didn't know he had studios in minnesota Uh, but yeah it was really sad to hear this news i remember getting a notification thursday morning last week about it and i know a lot of people were shocked um a lot of sadness yeah, I mean, he was a legend, and it was just so out of the blue. He's only 57. Like, that's pretty young. I mean, that's very young for today. But he just made so much good music in the past, and he inspired so many people, and he helped so many people get through struggles and stuff. And just he's had hit after hit after hit, and it's really sad to see him go. But I've heard that there's possibly more music coming, that he has, like, a secret vault. Oh, kind of like Michael Jackson and all that? I was watching a video from one of his producers and one of his, like, music video directors who said that they have produced songs and music videos for so many songs that they have never seen released. Yay, that's exciting. Yeah, there's even some quote from Prince from a long time ago talking about how he has never given his best songs to the record companies. Ooh. But... We also don't know if those are ever going to actually get published because it's up to his family and stuff now. Mm-hmm. And so that's tough. But the Emerald has written a post recommending five albums to get started with with Prince, which you can check out online in the arts and culture section. Um, I have loved Prince for a long time. I didn't realize at first because I there's so many songs out there that I wasn't sure they all were Prince. <laughs> but now that they're like all playing on the radio again, I'm like, oh yeah, I love this song. I Purple this Rain? Song. Oh, Purple Rain's classic. The jam. When Doves Cry, also a great one. Oh. And Erotic City. Great song. I have to check these all out. <laughs> great song. But yeah, that's one of the good things that's come out of something so tragic is all of these like creative tributes that people have been doing, really like artistic pieces. 
Um, one of my favorites was Bruce Springsteen's. He covered Purple Rain um, on April 23rd at the Barclays Center. And it was really great, really moving. Um, the crowd came to life. And it was sad, but also like a sort of celebration, you know, mm-hmm. for, for his totally. life. Um, and also it was pretty funny to see a lot of people posting about how MTV is finally doing something that they haven't done in years, playing music videos. <laughs> Yes, finally. <laughs> yeah, they spent all of last Thursday um, just going through playing some of Prince's videos, and they made their whole logo purple, and they did a whole tribute to him and homage, um, which was pretty nice. Well, yeah, I was really happy to see that, like, the top 10 songs on iTunes for almost a week after Prince's death were all Prince, or pretty much all just Prince. And it was really awesome to see that. And then as soon as Beyonce dropped her album... Now she's it's all Beyonce. the whole top 10 pretty much. So, Do you think that's kind of sad though? Like it takes a person to die for people to really like recognize Get his music and, and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it I definitely is. I mean, he's been kind of out of the scene for a long time. So maybe people in our generation haven't mm-hmm. like, well, younger than us for sure. I mean, our generation is probably the last people who really even remember Prince and our parents listening to Prince and stuff. So yeah, it, it does stink that that has to happen in order to like jolt them back into the limelight because he has deserves all of the praise that he's getting and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagine people like hearing the news, Googling <laughs> who's Prince, what's his music, I want to listen to it, I want to be in on it. But I don't know, I guess that's also a way to deal with tragedy in the world because I know a lot of people are really heartbroken because they were um, avid fans of his. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's good music to appreciate for everybody. So that's all the news I have for this week. A lot of pop culture in there and then a little slip of some breaking news. Um, Join us next week for some more pondering. Um, Week six is coming up. It's midterms right now at U of O. I do have a lot of midterms. Is your I was working on a paper busy? for eight hours yesterday, but I oh, got it done on time. There so, you go. Yeah, I'm solid. Yeah, I feel like this is the time of the of the term where people are like, okay, that's done. We have a little breathing time before finals and everything. Yeah, it's time to crank down on the midterms and then get a little break. Yeah, it's nice that the weather's not too nice because get down it to helps business. You. Yeah. yeah, it helps me at least. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. I'm Nagina Pierzad. You can follow me on Twitter at Nagina Pepina. And I'm Tanner Owens. You can follow me on Twitter at T underscore Owens 21. Thanks for listening.